This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. Hello, Michigan fans. This is Trevor Woods from the Block M Podcast, an affiliate of the Fans First Sports Network. High atop Michigan Stadium after Michigan improves to 4-0 on the season, defeating the Rutgers Scarlet Knights 31-7. This is a game that was close in the first quarter and in the first half. A halftime lead for the Wolverines of 14-7. At the end of one, it was a tie game at 7-7. And Rutgers in this one actually drew first blood on a Gavin Wimsett long touchdown in which cornerback for the Wolverines, Mike Sane, was still. It was his man on a slant and didn't get there in time. 69-yard reception for a score, put Rutgers on the map within a minute of the opening whistle. But then the Wolverines bounced back, a 94-yard drive, seven plays, 3 minutes, 31 seconds, evened it up, and then the Wolverines never had a deficit again in the game. Got to give head coach of Rutgers, Greg Schiano, credit for pushing Michigan, for playing stingy, for playing hard, and then once the game got rolling along, talent kicked in for Michigan, and you saw who was who, who was the better team, who could land more body blows, more of those signature big punches. It was Michigan, and that's why this score was 31 to 7. In this one, JJ McCarthy, 15 of 21, 214 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. That was good to see after a game last week against Boyne Green where McCarthy threw not one, not two, but three interceptions. McCarthy, very careful with the football today, was taking what the defense gave him, had a great connection five times, five receptions, two Colson Loveland tied in, 75 yards on six targets. McCarthy continued to find Roman Wilson, who is number one and appears to be Michigan's number one receiver this season. Three receptions, 59 yards. Workmanlike day for McCarthy, throwing the ball, methodical. But McCarthy also excelled with his legs in this one. Seven attempts, 51 rushing yards, along of 22 on the day. McCarthy, for the most part, was careful with his runs, wasn't running into a bunch of defenders, wasn't being reckless and putting himself in a position to really get wrecked by a hard-hitting tackle. McCarthy consistently tried to get out of bounds with the exception of one conversion he had to pick up in which he did take a bit of a hit, not a bad one, extended the ball for the first down. But head coach Jim Harbaugh after the game was definitely pleased with McCarthy's output on the ground and through the air and... It's been another good season to this point, four games in for McCarthy, with the exception being that three-interception performance last week. But 
Then there, on the flip side, Michigan's rushing attack in this one. Blake Corum continues to be Michigan's bell cow he was last year until he got hurt in Week 11 against Illinois. And 21 attempts on the day for Corum, 97 yards, two rushing scores, 4.6 yards per carry. Good to see Corum looking 100% and having some razzle-dazzle moves. He hasn't broken a real long one yet or consistently been breaking long ones, but that has more to do, I'd say, with the offensive line. And it's coming. It's coming. Just a matter of time. And uh, Michigan's running tack isn't a good place as long as Blake Corum's healthy. Conversely, on the flip side, Donovan Edwards to this point in the season, somebody who said that he thinks he, when things are all said and done, is going to be like Walter Payton and Barry Sanders. Well, Edwards has a long way to go in his career, and he can end up being a fine running back. And he's had his moments in a Michigan uniform. But this point in the season, Edwards coming into the game on Saturday, 96 yards on 27 carries against Rutgers on Saturday. Edwards just 13 yards on six carries. So Edwards, I'm sure if you asked him, he would have thought his production would be way more than it's been to this point in the year. Obviously, the main thing is Michigan's 4-0 as they head into a road tilt against Nebraska next week. But really, it's showing how important Blake Corum is to this Michigan team. He is as important as a piece as there is on this Michigan roster. But, yeah, Edwards in July said he'll end up as one of the greatest running backs to ever play. Well, got to start picking it up. Got to start, even when the offensive line, they're not doing their part to where, you know, you got to bounce it to the outside. We haven't really seen that much. We haven't seen much yards after contact from Edwards. Edwards' biggest contributions to this point in the season have been as a receiver. And he does look like a pretty darn good receiver. And I'm sure better days are coming as a running back. But it was not a banner day on Saturday. And it hasn't been a great year so far rushing the football. But eight games left to go in the regular season. Edwards will look to get back on track as early as next Saturday against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Mike Samerstill, I mentioned that he gave up a long touchdown. It was his man. He was responsible for that long touchdown, the Rutgers-Scarlet Knights' only touchdown of the day. Well, he made up for it in the third quarter. It was a fourth and two for Rutgers. It was a 17-7 Michigan lead at the time, and Rutgers was driving, and they could have made it a one-score game if they got this conversion and kept trotting down the field, but Sanders still had other plans. The play for Rutgers was a screen pass, and Michigan was playing in man coverage at the time. It appeared the entire Michigan defense pretty much diagnosed that it was going to be a screen. However, it was Sanders who was the main difference maker on this play, and he snuffed it out. He charged in for an interception, and he maintained his balance, did a couple of juke moves, and he was gone. 71-yard touchdown interception return. This put Michigan up 24-7. Wolverines never looked back after that. 
So that was good to see. Uh, what was also good to see was head coach Jim Harbaugh, he had a three-game suspension to start the season. Well, that suspension is now over. This is week four. Harbaugh said that he was glad to be back. The players are happy to have him back. Blake Corum said that Harbaugh had a great pregame speech, got the team fired up, said Harbaugh brought the juice, and uh, it looked like it. it. Just as good as, you know, Michigan was 3-0 to start the season without Harbaugh, but things looked like a much more fine-tuned machine with him at the helm, with him in charge of the entire operation, starting with, you know, the pregame. Now, Harbaugh, he pointed out that people today kept telling him, welcome back. Well, he said he never went away, but he wasn't where he was supposed to be on game days, meaning Harbaugh, he was able to coach throughout the week of practices, but on Saturdays he couldn't be around the team. Now Harbaugh is obviously able to coach on Saturdays and be around the team. That was the major distinction. But uh, that, that there's a big difference, big difference on game day when Jim Harbaugh's trotting on that sideline in that locker room feeding off the energy of his players and the players feeding off the energy from him and sounded like he also fired them up post-game with his speech. And that's just what Harbaugh brings to the equation. And players have been calling him Cool Guy Jim of lately. So Jim Harbaugh said that the week starts out being Cool Guy Jim, then around Wednesday it turns into Serious Guy Jim. And yeah, Harbaugh was serious today. It was it was a business endeavor once the kickoff commenced, and that's going to continue to be the case. This Wolverines team, although they're 4-0, although they're the number two team in the nation, they know they have work their work cut out for them if they want to get to where they need to be, and there's things they need to improve upon. They did give up a couple long passing plays today, and the defense has been phenomenal to start the season, let's be clear. They've, they've only gave up 23 points. Only 257 yards of total offense in this one against Rutgers. But a few plays here and there can do you in when it becomes a slugfest. So even though Michigan won 31-7 today, there's certainly things on both sides of the ball, even on defense, a defense that gave up just seven points today, that they can correct. But the run stop was really, really good today. Only gave up 77 yards. Michigan's defense, Kenneth Grant looked really good today. Junior Colson led the team in tackles with six. There were three tackles for loss in all. There were five quarterback hurries. Mike Samer still actually got in on some of that action. They were sending him on corner blitzes, nickel corner blitzes. He's definitely disrupting the timing from the Rutgers quarterback. So expect to see some more of that in the future. But five quarterback hurries in all. Although the Wolverines didn't record a sack today, they definitely started to make Gavin Wimsett uncomfortable. He started out the game hot and accurate, and he regressed in the mean, and he came into the game around 50% completion percentage, and that remained the case once the final whistle blew. Wimsett, 11 of 21, 180 yards, one touchdown, one interception. About half of those yards came on that touchdown on the opening drive to put things in perspective. But Michigan, they stuck to their script. They do what they do. They had a balanced approach, a little more run-heavy day, 21 passing attempts, 40 rushing attempts in all when you include some of McCarthy's uh, read options and scrambles. Uh, 214 yards through the air, 201 yards on the ground. That's what Harbaugh likes to see. Wants to have an even distribution of yardage. And they grinded it. They grinded the meat, as Harbaugh said at the end of the game. 
Time of possession. Time of possession is a statistic that always matters. 36 minutes today for the Wolverines, just 23 minutes, 52 seconds for Rutgers. So that definitely factored in in the second half, a half in which Michigan pulled out 17-0 and held the Rutgers Scarlet Knights scoreless in the second half. So 14-7 halftime Michigan, but then that 17-0 in the second half, Made it 31-7, the final score in this one. But hey, folks, before I go, I want to talk about Homefield Apparel for a second. Looking for a new, fresh look this season? Our friends at Homefield Apparel have you covered. In case you aren't familiar, Homefield Apparel is a premium collegiate apparel brand based out of the Midwest. Not only is their stuff comfy, but it's officially licensed gears who have peace of mind knowing what you're buying is legit. The Homefield team studies the history, traditions, and legacy of every school. And with all that information, they create thoughtful designs that tell the unique story of each university. Homefield has some incredible Michigan designs you will not find anywhere else. From t-shirts to hoodies and crewnecks, they have it all, so you can proudly represent the maze of blue wherever you are. If you want a piece of the action, head over to homefieldapparel.com. Again, that's homefieldapparel.com. Well... Four home games in the books now. Now Michigan's going to be on the road a couple weeks, guys. They're going to be in Nebraska next week. Then they will be playing in Minnesota the week following. And then they're back in the middle of October once again in the state of Michigan in the city of Ann Arbor. But I'll be here each and every Saturday with a post-game reaction podcast. So be, be sure to subscribe to all those. And be sure to follow me on Twitter, now called X. Find me, follow me at Woods Football. And this has been Trevor Woods from the Block M Podcast and filling the Fan First Sports Network signing off from atop Michigan Stadium. Take care, everyone, and we will talk to you next week at the conclusion of Michigan First Nebraska.